It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, Wizards fans, and welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. It's your host, the real Ed Oliver, with my guy, Brandon Scott. And today, we're going to be answering mailbag questions. Let's get to it. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, Wizards fans? Welcome to Locked On Wizards podcast. I want to thank you guys for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. As the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists. Available 100% online. Learn more and save 10% of your first month at betterhelp.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, so today we're doing a mailbag episode. We, want, we just want to thank you guys for submitting your questions. We got one question on Twitter, and then we got a couple questions on the YouTube community tab, so make sure you guys subscribe to Locked On Wizards on YouTube as well. Um, the first question is from DMV Scott on Twitter. It's DMV under, underscore Scott, so S-C-O-T-T. He says, what lineup combinations do you guys want to see, and when do we expect to see Todd meaning Isaiah Todd gets some in-game reps. Uh, what are your thoughts, Brandon? Um, first, I'll shout out to, you know, the last name. I like Scott. That's a good last name. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, what combinations? Uh, there's a few combinations that I kind of want to see going forward. Uh, one would be a bigger lineup. Maybe seeing Gaff at the five, maybe KP at the four. You know, to go against a team like the Cavs, who, would you know, you got Evan Mobley at the four and Jared Allen at the five. I'd like to see that combination. Um who the round out the lineup? Where would I go? Um, for a taller lineup, I would roll with Kuz at the three. I would roll with Barden at the two, and I would roll with Denny bringing the ball up in a, in a taller lineup. Uh, in a three point lineup, hmm, that is a good question. Um, I would roll with KP at the five because you know he can shoot from high percentage from behind the arc. Rui, I would roll the four. Kuz at the three. Hmm, it gets good after that. Man, I, I'm torn, you know, between Kispert and Barton, but I would have to roll with Kispert, and I would roll with Goodwin at the point. And going with uh, Isaiah Todd, I agree. You know, I think that, you know, I've said it before, I think within the next couple of years, I'd like to see him kind of integrated into the rotation. I think he's a, a talented, raw, but talented big who can shoot a jumper, who can shoot from behind the arc. You know, he's real raw, but the athleticism is there. So, you know, I, I will definitely love to see him in the rotation within the next couple of seasons. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So the rotations are going to be, you know, interesting now with Bradley Bill coming back and then DeLon Wright coming back in a couple of weeks, most likely in December. Um, so as you brought up the three point shooting lineup, um, I brought up a defensive. I wrote down a defensive lineup. Um, Jordan Goodwin has been a pest on the defensive side of the ball. Of course, you got to have Denny in there at the three. Um, I got Gaff at the five, but you really could have Porzingis at the five, too, because he's been blocking shots. He's been controlling the paint and contesting a lot of shots, just making it tough for guys to get to the lane and finish. 
Um, I have Kuz at the four. Um, of course, if DeLon is back, then I'm, I want to see Goodwin and DeLon play together um, just for their defense, just being pests. You know, I could see DeLon guarding ones and twos, and Goodwin has done a good job guarding other point guards. He's been a pest guarding shooting guards as well. Um, Bradley Bill's not in my defensive lineup, um, but, you know, he could definitely come in and contribute as well. So I got Goodwin when DeLon comes back, Jordan Goodwin for defense, DeLon in there on the defensive line, and DeLon Wright, Denny at the three. Uh, Kuz at the four, Gafford at the five. Like I said, Porzingis could be interchangeable. Um, if if DeLon's not there, then the defensive lineup, yes, I would put Bill at the two, Denny at the three, Kuz at the four, and then Gafford at the five or Porzingis at the five. That's my defensive lineup. Um, Three-point shooting lineup like you brought up. I would have uh, Jordan Goodwin, Corey Kispert, Will Barton at the three, Kuz at the four, and Zingas at the five. Now, I know Denny has shot better from the three in the last two games. But I still want to see more consistency. Kispert has been hot from the three. He's been knocking it down the last couple of games. As he did have that perfect game. Goodwin's been shooting the three well. Monte Morris could get in there too. He's been knocking down the three. Just if we're down by like ten and we got to get a got to get a comeback going, um, spacing out the floor. Um, and then I, you talked about a big lineup. I do want to see a small ball lineup, just depending on the matchups. I know the Jazz they went smaller sometimes. I know if we play the Warriors, they're going to go small. You know, Draymond Green will play a center sometimes. Um, I know we don't play the Warriors in a couple in a couple weeks, uh, but if we had to go a small ball lineup, we talked about Kuz, Rui, and Denny playing together, and I think Kuz could play the five, uh, Rui could play the four, Denny could play the Denny could play the three, and um, you could have Bill at the two and Goodwin at the one. So I haven't had I don't have Monte Morris in any of my lineups. I like Monte coming off the bench really. Um, but yeah, Monte could be interchanging those lineups too, because Monte can knock down the three too. But if I had to go to small ball lineup, like I said, it would be Goodwin, Bill at the two, uh, Kuz, Rui, and Denny at the five, and then you know Zingas would be getting rest on the bench, just depending on the matchup of guys. But Zingas has been doing a good job moving his feet and blocking shots as well. So, uh, but the tall lineup you brought up was intriguing too, with Gaff and KB, KP playing at the same time. We just haven't seen them do that that much. Um, I guess just because of the matchups. But um, if we want to impose our will on other teams, then I could definitely see West Unso Jr. having a big lineup with KP, Gaff, Kuz, um, Denny, and and Bill out there, and Kuz running the point point four spot. Yeah, it's an intriguing question because you can we have so much depth and so many guys who can kind of you know play here and there that you know you very often you can see a different name on there depending on the, the team we're playing against. You know, if you're going against Cleveland. I would definitely like to see a taller lineup because I would like to see us counteract Jared Allen and Evan Mobley. I think Cleveland, and I was a lot of people were skeptical about you know how effective can could Evan Mobley be as a taller guy coming out of the draft USC at the four position, and he he has proven that you know we have in the past you know uh, we had Nene play at the four who you know he was a traditional center and we played him at the four, so you know playing a center at the four can work, especially if you're playing KP at the four because he can shoot. You know, he's, he's more mobile. I wouldn't switch it around. I wouldn't have KP at the five and Gafford at the four. I think that would be a disaster. So, you know, but I, I'm definitely in, intrigued to see that lineup. And a three-point shooting lineup, you know, like I said, there's a lot of questions because it's weird that you don't see Bill. And, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, neither one of us yeah. Bill. You know, in years past, Bill would have been concrete in that lineup. So it just shows mm-hmm. how much his three-point shot has kind of declined a little bit. And, you know, we, we said it before. You know, he's turned into more of a DeMar DeRozan type player, you know, shooting a lot of mid-ranges, which, you know, analytic-wise is not very popular. But, you know, like we always say, if it works, it works. So, (laughs) 
you mm-hmm. know. So, but you know, that's that, that's the intriguing part about this combination of lineups because we have a lot of guys who can play multiple positions. So it's just it's good to be able to be in that position to be able to have that combination of guys because we didn't always have that in years past, you know. Mm-hmm. Right, and will Bill's three point shooting go up now because you know we found out since he's been out that we have other guys that can create shots for other guys. Like if Kuz can get downhill and get open shots for Bill. And he'll, he'll, he'll have more open looks from the three-point line. Jordan Goodwin, same thing. He's getting downhill more than, than what Monte Morris was doing. So will that open up better looks for Bradley Bill? Equally better a better shooting percentage for Bradley Bill. So that could help out too. Um, and, I, and our three-point percentage has definitely gotten better. Now we're 21st in three-point percentage when we were bottom five. So it's a small jump, but we've definitely moved up. I mean, we hit 19 threes last night, and then we hit 15 or 16 threes. So – We've just been a lot better um, shooting the three ball. I think that's because we're moving the ball and getting open shots for guys as well. So, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of combinations. And then when DeLon Wright gets in there too, he can shoot the three too. So, um, and I was looking at the last game too against the Grizzlies. They only played, West only played nine guys. So now the rotation will go to 10 guys. So somebody's minutes is going to decrease. Um, that may be good when it could be gaff with Bill coming back. I mean, I don't think I don't know if it's gonna be gaff, but um it's it's probably gonna be Kispert's minutes decreasing with Bradley Bill coming back because Kispert got 32 minutes last night. Now he's gonna be the backup too, so his minutes are gonna go down. Um Anthony Gill did not play. Remember, he was starting a couple games and now he's not playing at all. So it looks like West found a good rotation with Bill being out. So it's gonna be intriguing to see how he handles it when it when Bill comes back uh, on Wednesday. Yeah, that's a good question because who is that? Who's going to be the odd man out? It mm-hmm. could be Jordan Goodwin, especially with Delon Wright coming back. It all it really depends on where West wants to go with his lineup. You know, at a full lineup, you know, really at starting point guard, the full lineup. That's the question mark. You know, does Monte Morris take that role going forward, or do you see more playing time for Delon or Jordan Goodwin? You know, I think point guard is a position to watch. I think there's a competition right now. I, I think there's a competition. Mm-hmm. It's a three-man competition for that starting role. Um, again, you know, two-guard, Bill's got it. But on the bench, you know, Kispert, you know, Barton can interchange between the three and the two. On the, so it's, it's, it's so many combinations, so many possibilities. Yeah. And that's that's a good problem to have with this team, you know, to, to have an overabundance of guy, you know, again, who can play multiple positions. So, you know, it's, yeah. it's definitely a blessing. Yeah, definitely. It's a good problem to have until it becomes a problem. It's the same thing that happened last year. So, you know, I would like to see them – find roles and find um you know minutes of where guys fit um just and i think we, we just have a really unselfish team where you know last year they were fighting over the ball and touches and, and whatnot so I, I do think it's gonna work out better but it is gonna be tough when delon comes back and brad comes back because you're gonna have three point guards that are fighting for minutes um so it, it is gonna be tough but good one they, they just have to find some minutes for him so west is gonna make have to make some tough decisions but i do like the Rui coos denny lineup because they can switch and defend they got long arms out there and just being disruptive but we're gonna move on to the next question um but before we do that this episode is brought to you by sweat block um i had an experience one time where i used sweat block and it helped a lot there was a time where i went to a wedding and uh you know dancing having a good time but you know i look at my pits and you know it, it just looks like there's a puddle right there but the next time i went out and i went to another wedding I didn't have that problem. You know why? Because I used Sweatblock. Sweatblock wipes have been a bestseller on Amazon for the past 10 years with over 10,000 five-star reviews. 
don't miss this opportunity to try sweat block. Um, Jennifer, she used to she used to wear multiple shirts and fold toilet paper in her armpits to try to hide the embarrassing sweat. Not anymore thanks to sweat block. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try sweat block. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Promo code is locked on. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. This episode is also brought to you by Rocket Money. So the other day I tried to cancel my Amazon Prime subscription and it took me, I kid you not, four different tries. Like how did it take three hours to deliver uh, Amazon purchase? But to cancel my subscription, I also have to cancel plans for the next several hours. But it's not just me. 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. That's why I love using Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. It makes it super, super easy to cancel subscriptions that you do not want. Are you wasting money on subscriptions? 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Maybe for you, it's an unused Amazon Prime account or a Hulu account that never gets streamed. There's this, there's this great app I use that helps me track all of my expenses. And because of it, I no longer waste money on subscriptions I don't even use. You might have heard of it. It's called Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill. The app shows all your subscriptions in one place and cancels what you don't want what what you don't want for you. Rocket Money can even find subscriptions you didn't know you were paying for. You may even find out you've been double charged for a subscription. To cancel a subscription, all you have to do is press cancel and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So thank you guys for listening to Making Locked On Wizards, your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, make sure you guys check out Locked On Sports today on YouTube, wherever you get a podcast from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only locked on can provide Locked on sports today available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. All right, Brandon. Um, did you answer the question about Isaiah Todd? Um, just want to get to that. Real quick. Oh yes, sir. Yes, yeah. sir. Okay. Um, Isaiah Todd. Yeah. I, I just, I don't see him getting any playing time this season. Um, we're already trying to, I mean, we're already fighting to just get Jordan Goodwin on the floor when we're thinking about it, when DeLon comes back, you know, Bradley Bill comes back, Corey Kispers minutes are going to get a decree. So, um, and he's, he's a wing. So you got Rui Coos and Denny and, and Gaffer and Porzingis. So I just don't see it this year. Maybe next year he'll get on the court. Cause I, I don't see minutes for Johnny Davis. I just don't see a lot of minutes for, um, some young guys in the G league right now. Um, I, I really like Chris Dunn. I would like to see, what he could do, but we already have point guards right now. So it's just, it's just tough right now with this roster. The roster is really, uh, really, really packed right now with, with positions. All right. So this question is from Carlos Holloway. This, this was submitted five days ago. I put this question up five days ago. People started answering. 
This one's about Wes Until Jr. Carlos Holloway says, do you all want Wes Until Jr. fired? And if so, who would y'all want as to be the next head coach? Um, I think it's too early to talk about firing mm-hmm. him. I think he's submitted into the role right now. It's year two. So year two is usually where you want to see whether they make that that step or they make it take a step back. I think, you know, it's a tough one. Has he been inconsistent? Yes. Has, mm-hmm. has he fully implemented his system or have they acquired the pieces to fully implement that system? I don't think so. And that's why, you know, we, you can kind of slide this question in with the depth. You know, like you said, depth is an asset till it becomes a problem. And when Delon and Taj comes back, it's going to be a problem. You know, you got a lot of guys going for minutes. And when you have G League guys who are playing well, you know, Tommy and Wes are going to have a tough assignment going ahead because they're going to have to make a move going towards the deadline because there's over a bunch of guys who, you know, you have a bunch of guys who deservingly should play. You know, Jordan Goodwin deserves minutes. He, he deserves to be on court. Uh, DeLon Wright, I think, has proven enough before the injury to be on the court. Monte, he's been consistent, but he is still an asset. Now, I think his role should be on the bench. That's just my opinion. Now, mm-hmm. if you look at Kuz and Rui and even um, Kispert, they, they're looking good. And that makes it even harder because Kispert, where do you play him? You know, obviously he's going to be on the bench role, but where do you play him? Uh, Rui, you know, and especially with the contracts coming up, you know, contract years coming up, it's, it's a lot of tough decisions ahead, a lot of tough decisions ahead. But getting back to Isaiah Todd, um, like I said earlier, he has a lot of potential. You know, uh, bigs now are, you know, they have to be shooters. You know, he's shown the capability to shoot at a high level. I think the biggest thing for him is kind of maybe adding some muscle, uh, uh, finding more post moves, you know, trying to being better in the post, I think, would be his goal because, you know, perimeter game is not it's just not an issue for Isaiah Todd. So, like I said, you know, one to two years, I could see him kind of being moved into the rotation. But again, it's dependent on what moves they make, because, you know, the, you know, like we keep saying, there's a, there's moves that have to be made and they're going to be and they're coming. <laughs> Yeah, to piggyback off what you said, all of my lineups had Goodwin at the point guard position or DeLon at the point guard position. I didn't have Monte in there. I said Monte could be interchangeable in there, but I had all my lineups included Jordan Goodwin in there. So Jordan Goodwin, yeah, I, in my opinion, I think he should start. But, you know, Wes is getting better. This ties into the West question, too. No, I, I don't – right now, after the Nets game where they lost by 42 points, I said that they need to reevaluate his job um, after that. was just my initial reaction to it. You know, it could have been a knee-jerk reaction just – if you see your team lose by 42 at home, the worst home loss in um, the history of the Wizards, I mean, it's just it's hard not to say that, say, say things like that. It, it just needs to be evaluated, especially after how things finished last year. I think he is starting to get a stronger voice um, over the team where he struggled with that last year where he was, you know, he had problems controlling a locker room and, and finding roles for guys. And, you know, there's players complaining um, per reports. Um, players are saying that the offense is too complicated and that it takes them too long to get into their sets. Um, I think it looks simplified in the past four games where they're just moving the ball. You know, they're just moving the ball. They're setting screens. They're, they're cutting to the basket. Um, they're getting the ball to Porzingis. They're getting the ball to their best players in, the, in, their, in, in, in their best spots. Um, they're, they're running in transition. They're pushing the pace. You know, where Wes, I think he, he, he's, he's also said that they, he wants them to push the pace and they want to get up more threes, and they've been able to do that the last four games. So I'm just hoping that can continue with Bradley Bill, can he keep whatever magic or whatever flow he's got going with this four-game win streak? Can he continue with that with Bradley Bill? So I think he's doing a better job with that. Um, I think he's he's helped 
Denny grow over the last four games as well, just giving him more opportunities, of course. Um, so, yeah, the defense looks better, too. That was one of my disappointments is just the defense under Wes. Um, right now, they're actually 11th in defensive rating. That's a huge jump from where they were. They really jumped up. Um, and they're seventh in appointed, opponent points in the paint allowed. They're ranked, they're seventh in the league right now. Now, another lineup that I forgot to say too was um, Jordan Goodwin, Will Barton, Rui, Kuz, and Gaff. They have an 83.3 defensive rating. They played 27 minutes together. So they've done a really good job on the defensive side of the ball. Barton does a good job with Gaff. They have a nice pick and roll duo. Rui can knock down a three. Kuz can knock down a three. They both can finish. And Kuz, you know, the, the nice passes he gave to Rui, the behind the no look pass where Rui dunked on Kleber. Uh, where Rui dunked on Kelly Olenek and the up and under play by Rui where he finished. So Rui and Kuz, they played really well together. So I want to see those guys play more together. I know Rui doesn't start, but they definitely got to stagger those minutes and have a starter in there with the bench. Um, and he, like you said with Todd, I, I basically pick it back over everything you said on that. He does need to gain um, muscle. I know he's a lean player. He plays, he tries, you know, he's more of a, a he's a finesse big I compare it to Rashard Lewis where he shoots three. He does shoot a lot of threes. That's the that's the main part of his game. But I do want to see him mix it up in the paint a little bit and get to the basket and put the ball on the floor a little bit more. Um, he needs to rebound better too. So I think he needs another year developing. Um, I'm not going to compare him to Bull Bull, but Bull Bull, you know, he he hasn't, you know, he hasn't done – he's just starting to get start. Bull Bull, he's having a breakout year. And this is what Bull Bull's third year because we drafted Admiral Schofield and that was what three years ago now. So yeah, yeah, you know. So it takes time with these guys. Um, I just I don't think Isaiah Todd is going to contribute much. I don't see a room for him on his roster right now. Um, but I think maybe next year, if he's still on the roster, I think I think he can certainly help out. I could definitely see him helping out. I, I, I like his game. He just needs to add weight. That's you know to mm-hmm. get the banging it out in the in the paint. You need you need some muscle. You know, mm-hmm. we just saw Steven Adams. Look, Steven Adams is mm-hmm. one of the strongest guys in the league. Dude's strong. <laughs> and you saw um, Gaff. Gaff was getting pushed around a little bit. And then mm-hmm. the first thing I was thinking in my head is like, Gaff, you got to add some muscle, man, because mm-hmm. Steven Adams is strong. And you see a lot of guys. You look, Joel Embiid is strong. These centers are, are, are big guys, man. And you, you know, So you got to have some strength down there. But kind of going back to Wes, I see two factors that you got to think about when it comes to Winston Seld and his job as a head coach. One, what should happen with this franchise doesn't always happen. So, you know, you can kind of sit back and say, oh, it's time for him to go. Mm-hmm. But we know how Ted is. And Ted's going to – I mean, one, is Wilson Sell Jr. So, you know, the name alone is, is going to get him at least three years minimum. Because, you know, this is how the franchise is. You know, second, now, you know, they got their guy. You know, they stick with their guy a long time. You know, Ernie stayed here longer than he should have. I mean, Ernie <laughs> has some serious job security. You know, so they, that's just how this team is. You know, you don't always see the moves that need to happen. Now, you know, that obviously I take that back a little bit with Tommy. I think Tommy's been a good general manager. But, you know, Wes, you still got to be patient with him. You know, he's, he's taking a little bit to get this system in, implemented. But very often than not, if you go from two different uh, systems, you know, going from Scott Brooks to his, it takes a while to implement it, especially when that system that preceded the one now has been in place for so long. You know, it takes a while. You know, culture changes take a while. You know, you look at you know, with our football team, Washington Commanders, you know, the culture change is taking forever, but, you know, they tend to take forever. You know, it's it's tough to take a system out and implement a new one. So in all defense for Wes, you know, inconsistent, yes, but I do see some light in the end of the tunnel. You know, it, it is starting to come together. The defense is starting to get better. Three-point shooting is starting to get better. So, you know, I would definitely play the wait-and-see approach with Wes on sale. Mm-hmm. 
Yep. And uh, before we wrap up with another question, this episode is brought to you by Prize Picks from Brandon. Yes, sir. Prize Picks. How does it work? Well, you pick two to five players, and if they go score more or less than the prize picks projections, you can win up to 10 times your money on any entry. I do it all the time. It's my go-to app. No competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you can watch. The NBA, the NFL, Malaysia League Baseball, NHL, PGA, college football, men's and women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, cricket, and more. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. Safe and fast, fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states in Canada. Download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant de- deposit match up to $100 with the promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, Prize Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $50, Prize Picks will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for instant deposit match up to $100. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so last question. We'll we'll just say yes or no on this one. We'll, We'll wrap it up. And then continue tomorrow, uh, wrapping up the mailbag questions, and then preview the uh, game on Wednesday against the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, this is from XD underscore Zaytoven. Uh, he says, Bradley, Bill, and Rui for Jalen Brown, Al Horford, and two second-round picks or two early crying laughing emoji. This one's on YouTube. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> okay, why? <laughs> I mean, the contract. The contract is just the thing. If you have a chance to here's my thing. And I know people aren't gonna like what I'm about to say, but for a max guy who's earning his 30s, where his main skills are diminishing, you know, if you have a chance to get off that contract, you have to get off that contract. I mean, there's I, I love Bradley Bill. But that contract is something else. That 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 contract, you know, when you sign a supermax contract, we you know we talked about it last night. When you sign a supermax contract, there are expectations. You know, your your performance has expectations. You know, criticism has expect. You know, you open yourself up to a whole new level of criticism. John Wall took a lot of criticism in the nation's cat man. A lot of criticism. You know, years people complained that he was out of shape. He clubbed too much. He didn't take things serious. You know, and he took a lot of criticism. You know, Russ wasn't here long enough to really catch any kind of criticism. There was here and there, you know, selfishness on the court, you know, this and that. But, you know, it comes a lot. You know, that contract, you have to perform. And, you know, we've talked about Kuz and KP, the offense rolling through them. And the problems that might arise because your second fiddle is a supermax player. You know, problems might arise. You know, people, there are egos. I mean, it's it's sports, man. You know, so me personally, if I'm Tommy Shepard, you you go forward as if he's the man, but if there's a chance that I can get draft picks in return and I can get a young player like Jalen Brown and Al Horford, look, he's older, but he can still he's still solidified as a, as a really good starting big in his league. So if there's a chance, if there's a chance to move on from this contract and free up some money going to the offseason, I'm rolling with it. 
Yeah. So I think um, I think the Celtics would decline this trade, um, giving up Jalen Brown and Al Horford, because like you said, Al Horford was he was huge for them making it to the finals. They don't make it to the NBA finals last year without Al Horford. I mean, he he played really well. Um, he had he had a career relevation uh, relevation there. Um, and and they would give us two seconds to take on Bill's contract and Rui. Um, Jalen Brown, you look at his contract, uh, he has a favorable contract. Uh, Jalen Brown, is a, is a he made the All-Star game one time in his career, but Jalen Brown, you look at his contract right now, I'm looking at spot, SpotRack, um, SpotRack.com. He is, and, 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 uh, like I said, this is not a realistic scenario, so – I know people are going to comment a lot, but this is not realistic because once, once again, Bradley Bill has to request a trade to the Celtics. But I do think if he did request a trade, I think everybody would bet money on bet online that it would be the Celtics, of course, to play with his best buddy, Jason Tatum. I think everybody would put money down on that. Um, Jalen Brown's making $26 million this year, and then next year he's going to make $28 million, where Brad is making about, was it $50 million per year? I got to look it up, something like that. Um, so that's 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 a really good contract for Jalen Brown, who right now you look at his numbers this year too. He's averaging 25 points a game and he's shooting 35% from the three point line um, off of seven threes per game. And we're kind of, that would be awesome for Bradley Bill at this point. I mean, he's really been struggling from the three point line. Jalen Brown can get the back. He can get to the basket at will. Uh, he can put the ball on the floor. He's a three level scorer. Um, he's six, six, 223, uh, 223 pounds, super athletic, and he can defend as well. So, that I would love that trade a lot better than a Lakers trade. I'll say that that would be ten times better. But like I said, it's just uh, it is too early to answer your question for sure. But if there was a trade available, I think that's the best trade you could get. That's why I said when we had the conversation the other day, there's better trades out there than the trade that we were talking about um, last week. Um, and I think that would be a fair that that would be a that would be a good trade for the Wizards. I mean, I don't see the Celtics doing that at all. That wouldn't make sense for the Celtics to do that at all. No, nah, the Celtics hang up. They're not going to do that trade. Mm. Jalen is just for for the reasons you said. Jalen is a young guy who his projections are going up, mm. and I mean, really, Jalen and Bradley Bill are passing each other. You know, one one player is kind of going down, another player is making that extension, and mm. it is what it is. Um, so yeah, I think Boston they say no, mm. but I think that would be a trade that I would definitely go for because I know you know, like you said, it's early. <laughs> it is but, early, you know, <laughs> but. <laughs> You know, can't stop me from dreaming a little bit, you know, but <laughs> but nah, yeah. and you know, Bradley Bill, I, I think he's still a top scorer in his league. You know, mm-hmm. as much as we harp on him, we get on him a lot, you know, the contract is a reason why. But as a player, he's all right, he's gonna be fine. Going forward, I think him coming back is gonna be a good thing for this team. This team's gonna they're gonna be good going forward. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yep. So we're gonna wrap it up here. Um, just want to thank you guys for making Locked on Wizards your first listener every day. Once again. Make sure to make Locked On Sports today your second listen. You can check them out on YouTube, wherever you get a podcast. Uh, from the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. Locked On Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, once again, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys subscribe on YouTube and whatever, wherever you guys get a podcast. We're almost at 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. Make sure you guys leave a five-star review as well. That will help us out a lot. We thank you guys for listening and watching from everywhere you can. Hail to the Wizards. Peace. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.